now proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. All right, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing brand that proceeds of the shirts, the hats, and everything else go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. This whole t-shirt company started from me taking care of a five-year-old girl from the emergency department at the Children's Hospital I worked at in Atlanta for a while back. Um, I thought I needed to do a little bit more than kind of just talk about my story. So this is how I started the clothing line because I wanted to show people that even though diabetics have this really bad disease, we can still do amazing things in our life and diabetes won't stop, you know, stop us reaching our goals. So go check out type one lifting.com. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can always reach me out on Instagram. It's type one lifting and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the type one lifting podcast. The company's called Liberté lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom. And the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28. So if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, Love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Thank you tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I have the Touch and Go gang with me. Uh, minus one, Hannah Hardy couldn't make it. So on the top, I have Victor Rodriguez. And on the bottom, Xander Falix. How you doing, guys? Aloha, senores. Hey, man, what's going on? So this is since it's the year-end festivities. Is that a reindeer cartoon? That's a goat eating a sock. Is there some like <laughs> cultural significance with children these days that I'm just unaware of? No, no. It, no it, cool, it's just funny. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it. a, it's just a goat eating sock. All right, that's it. Nice. You know, I thought it'd be pretty funny, but I guess I not. like it. I just like, I don't really like, I honestly haven't decorated yet. It's not December 1st. We, we decorated, <laughs> we, we decorated before Thanksgiving this year. I blame, I blame your wife. Huh. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny, like, so we were putting up lights on our house and so we, she went all the way to the top of the driveway and looked at it. And so we have lights on the gutters, on the bottom gutters. And she's like, you know, I really think we need to put lights on the top of the roof too. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I used to do roofing stuff. Is your but- wife Clark Griswold? No. Okay. So, so, uh, but like, I have like roofing boots and like, you know, a ladder. I, I used to do roofing sales and stuff like that. But it was like the 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 roof is like way too steep for me because I even get nervous on it. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. Next time, you should not lead on a publicly sounded podcast with I own roofing boots because that is just signing you up for volunteering yourself by your wife to go put those lights up in a few yeah. days. Well, she already knows. So. Oh, okay. 
but anyway, so how are you guys doing? So Xander, like since you're talking, so how was your week and everything else going? Uh, week's going good. Back to work. Um, it's always funny because we were talking about this before we started, like how many actual work days are left in the year compared to like what calendar days are actually left in the year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's uh it's good. Just getting ready, going to Maine Thursday, a week from Thursday. So that's for the Misfit Camp, right? Yep. We got camp, training weekend. It'll be a lot of fun, staying a couple extra days, and then going to Pittsburgh, and then flying home, and then working a day and a half before I have to drive to Arkansas for a wedding. Okay, okay. So I, I've never had this happen to me before, but obviously, like, when you when you follow the Misfit program, you know, you'll see pictures of, like, athletes and stuff like that on like on the blog and stuff like that so do you ever like whenever you see you guys like you guys are already on like the you guys are like the main picture yeah isn't that like oh shit that's pretty cool oh yeah ever... like it's one of those weird things where it's like oh i'm the picture and it's like i guess it's because i've been to so many camps like it's it usually is like photos that have ran through from chat miss and ted and mm -hmm. bill like they just kind of just flow through just to make sure they're there but it's always just funny to be like oh this this is i made it right like this is i made it like <laughs> Yeah, this is this is it. And then you realize like how many people don't do CrossFit and you're like, I am awesome. And then everybody that you went to high school with on Facebook and you're like, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. I Even look though at, it's, it's look at him. It's like, look, I'm proud of me. Look at me. I'm on the blog. I'm this, on the blog. This is, this is my yearbook photo. Most likely to do CrossFit. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, man. So, Vic, so how is everything going with you? Oh, man, like you said, we were talking about this end of the year, just trying to close things up with work. Uh, training's going really well. Uh, a little tough, but, you know, that's that uh, phase three for you for Misfit. And um, just kind of looking forward to relaxing a little bit in December and just kind of ramping up for January and like Wadapalooza and all that and um, trying to count, trying to keep the days at home and as relaxed and low key as possible during the holidays for me. Just because I know once it's go, 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 like it doesn't stop. So like hearing Xander saying, man, he's going up to Portland. Then he's got to go to Pittsburgh. Then he's going to go to Arkansas. I'm just like, man, that travel. I'm just like, yep. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wait till you have kids and a wife and it's just like game over. You're like. And roofing really go... boots. Yep. Roofing boots and stuff like that. So you can't really go much anywhere, but, um, so uh, a couple of couple of things that came out. So for CrossFit, so the new rule book came out. Um, they have, you know, obviously from like a, a bunch of hiccups from this year went into this rule book for this for the next year for like, you know, the Annika Greer rule about the like, you know, video, like um, taking the video and submitting it. The Copa Sur, Sur rule, uh, the Roman Krenikoff rule, um, the CrossFit Nordic rule. Um, the Olivia Kerstetter rule and obviously rope cutting rule, which is like probably one of the most important ones. The Panchik rule. Yeah. The Panchik rule. Yep. Cause like, you know, why you want to jack your, jack your knees up off of like a rope. Well, and don't stuff. program a workout for men. That is really just like, how willing are you to let gravity take, take the wheel? Mm -hmm. Like Carrie Underwood can sing as much as she want, but Isaac Newton still like plays out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, have you guys like read the like looked at like skin the rule book at all or do you have any thoughts? I guess like rules talking about rules. 
No, who reads a rule book? This is um, practice. 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 No, it's playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like. Have I read the rule book? I've never read any year's rule book. I've just kind of checked the highlights, guys. Like that's like for the most part, it's like the Annika Greer rule where it's like, oh well, I had trouble. It's like having talked like everybody knows and it sucks for her it's like Mm -hmm. cool they changed it but it's like that like i guess we're really just trying to really go by letter of the law now is what crossfit's trying to do instead of trying to give out favors so hopefully it never happens to any athlete ever again so that's the first thing but it's like i think this whole like regionals ish like well mississippi is the east even though it's the west and nobody there's so many rules out there it's good I'm glad they're starting to put things out there. It's just like super teams are back and affiliates are dead again. Great job, mm-hmm. CrossFit. We're doing a phenomenal Almost. Job. Affiliates are almost dead um, because you still need to do it at an affiliate. And it's going to be a lot harder for people to do the open um, and register for the open if they're not doing their workouts at an affiliate where they still need to film it and actually submit the film. Um, which a lot of people probably won't want to do. But I don't know. For me, I think the the other takeaway that you were saying, like just splitting it up in the regionals-esque way, that like east and west line, for me, just kind of makes me think like who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna move or try to go somewhere to make it easier to balance it out so they can make it. Well, it's more about, yeah, it's just like, where do you do the open? Do you just move somewhere for three weeks and like just stay with a buddy and just do it in the West and then go back to training like in the East? Yeah. Like, cause that's the thing. I think the bigger thing is, is just like everything's only dependent upon where you did the open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That also, that also makes me wonder. So with super teams being like essentially back, but does it make it, easier for super teams or is it going to be harder this year so i mean we already know that we've had super teams last year we had super teams last year they just moved and they you know they formed a team and they claimed residence and all that so now i'm just wondering are we only going to say like just for reference like it's literally the Reykjavik like Iceland team and then Mayhem were the only two real super teams last year mm-hmm. or are we going to try to do open box athletics with Kelsey and like it was Kelsey and Ashley and then they they had guys I mean open box I mean Chris Harris's team uh, those MFLH people like always has like a big one but I wouldn't say, like I don't like consider them super teams no. I'm thinking super teams I'm thinking like top 20 individual athletes all team up right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like con, like con like porter and like that group yeah, like, like lauren fisher like yeah we're going back to like and it's just going to be weird especially because are, are they doing the seating too based on regions for picking the team uh, that's now, a good question now it's like the the whole seating thing is probably a bigger question mark mm-hmm and then they're also waiting. They're waiting the. They're waiting the like they're the way they're gonna do the formula is based on like how you went to the games and like past performances, which I'm like, shouldn't that should, it just that, sh- that shouldn't, shouldn't happen. Shouldn't it just if were you so like the FCS basically? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're going to the BCS. We're BCS, using the yeah, BCS sorry, yeah, style BCS. qualifier. FCS would actually make more sense. Yeah. Um, so we're taking the BCS formula based on last season performance when. 
wouldn't it just be easier to do rankings based on how you did in all the workouts so you're not just competing against people in your region but against people across the world semis mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you're right I'm, I'm 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 not an excel expert by any means but i know how to use a formula <laughs> just don't do z-score yeah <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so do you think that there's going to be less people that sign up for the open this year compared to last year yeah yeah that's yeah. the hard part is like how are we driving signups like the thing is they they pulled out this levels bit last year which i thought and was pretty cool too. that's nice the levels was cool levels was cool the problem is is like local comps are dying mm-hmm. yeah so and also and it's way too much effort on the local comps to go in there and check who's signing up it's also it's also the fact that CrossFit isn't making money on their competitions either. So it's like if lo- if they can't make money on on semifinals, then how do you expect local comps to actually make money as well if they're being smaller, not the big the big ticket items? Um, I, I don't know. The levels levels is very cool to me. Um, however, it's it's difficult to see anyone wanting to be encouraged to keep signing up for the open if they don't really have any aspirations uh, to compete. Mm -hmm. And as, as awful as that sounds like, you know, Hey man, it's the spirit of doing the open and you should do it because you get to go. It's you versus you and see how you can do better than you were last year and go back to the drawing board and, you know, make yourself the best version possible. And everyone says that at all the local boxes, but let's be honest. There's a lot of people in this world that don't really give a damn about that. And it it like starts at the local level for like everybody just to make sure that it's important. Like that's the hardest part is like, how are we like, there's a lot of things from CrossFit. I'm like, the rule book is out the earliest it's ever been. We have now or like, and it's usually like, which is great. There's just a lot of questions like, how are we getting people to sign up? Because the open is probably like, hey, we want your $20. I'm glad I'm already seeing the marketing for it. Like, and I'm, and I'm going to sign up. I'm always a person where it's like, oh, I just don't want to waste $20. Well, kick rocks, my guy. You're just going to go buy three Trenta cold brews at Starbucks and there's $20. Like, get out of my face. Or but energy drinks. My, well, you get, if you want 18 monster Blancos for $20, I'll tell you about where to get. Listen, my, but my thing is I can't stand, like you go to the CrossFit games app and they've already put the marketing in there, but they've coded it so poorly that that 80 days till the open does not disappear. So you can't actually use the app properly. Uh, <laughs> so you know, not to bash, but I'm just like, hey, man, if you're going to roll out a release on an app, at least make sure that it's actually functioning properly on all devices. Yeah, um, that, but that's on them because they that's how those apps like always like they've never it's been technically minimum viable sound. product. Um, but mm. what other rules like are more important? Because I feel like, like sign up for the open people, please. Like the open matters, like just have fun with it and try to like even if you're not competitive, if you're just trying to have fun it's still important to do because you're actually going to be supporting your affiliates and hopefully some way that CrossFit's going to end up starting to really like keep re-energizing things. So speaking about signing up, I was contemplating on not signing up this year. Don't be him. Well, here, here's, here's Don't my, be Himothy. Don't hear, be Himothy. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. So I do not train at affiliate, but they do have like 
everything I need to do CrossFit there. I could videotape it and send, submit it over, but it's like, is it worth the effort to videotape all the stuff, making sure I get everything right, measure it right, and like the weights right and all that stuff, and then submit it to CrossFit? Is it really worth for me to be like in like the whatever, like the, like you know, tens of thousands of place? So yeah, here's my yeah, here's my Ned Smith and his broken knees. Yeah, like here's my thing, like. If you're making the honest effort to record it and make sure things are proper, do the workout, record the workout, submit it. You're, you're, you're not thinking you're going to the games. You're not thinking you're going to truly affect, just do it in the spirit of what the open truly is, Mm -hmm. which is you're testing your fitness and you're not trying to game anything. If you get something wrong, so be it, whatever, like it happens. Like that's the thing. Like when like, my my biggest thing is there are regular regular athletes who are going to do the open and if they make a mistake like who cares at least they signed up put their name in the hat and made the best effort to just get it right and then they push themselves that's what the open was actually is actually about it's just hey let's push yourself and see what limits you can reach do it for everyone else and you know hey man that workout sucked i did it too Hey, don't worry. I just canceled my membership to my local affiliate, and I'm just gonna do everything in my garage. Is that the same one that you've been talking about, where that gym owner doesn't? Uh, or is it a different? A, it's the same one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, um, what? Well, I kind of skimmed over the rule book a little bit because I, well, I mean, I just wanted to see what was in it. So the weird one was the Roman Krennikov. Yeah. Rule. So, um, which makes sense, but it's also just vague. Yeah. But I feel like it has to be purposefully vague. I just, the Krennikov rule is, is clearly like you have to apply to be able to compete at a different semi. Mm-hmm. And then they'll like to exigent circumstances, great word. Um, and so it's just throwing that out there, but it's just like, dude, like if you decide to train in the U S you're in the U S if you decide to go train in Europe, you're in Europe. Why, mm-hmm. why does citizenship matter? You, it, you don't get an automatic buy just like this isn't 2019 and 2020. You don't get an auto buy for just deciding where you're going to live and competing like in Latvia or middle of nowhere, like Mumbai or some other like Indonesia where it's like somebody from America could just breeze on through. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I've, I don't know if I heard this right, but I know he's been, tra- I know Roman's been training in the States, but I yeah. think, did he go, did he move up to Canada for a little bit now? I think he's in Wisconsin still, or like in there, like Ohio. Oh, he is up in Canada? No, I'm joking. It's like oh. Wisconsin, Southern, Southern Canada. Canada. Oh my God. It's like Close going enough. to Maine is like Eastern Canada. Canada. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's, it's just hard because it's like, he can't go home. Like, no. because the thing is, if he goes home, he can't come back. Like, it's kind of like a fittest wizard. He's from Kazakhstan. Yeah, Samsonov, like it, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's a very similar idea where it's like he leaves, he can't come back. And that's very tough, and it's just unfortunate because there's, again, a lot of things that the three of us couldn't understand visa laws all that well. Yeah, and but, I, I, it's it's difficult to understand. Like, you need even, like, you get this visa, you're here for this long, and then all of a sudden, like, you have to leave. And then, like, yeah, it's just the whole can of worms. I mean, only I've only seen that instance occur a few times um, in other sports like the NBA, where like Turkish players um, 
weren't able to like even if they played overseas like they had to be careful which airports they went to because they would try to extradite like certain players who spoke out against you know the turkish government or dictatorship or whatnot you know and uh i feel like this is just another one of those things where you don't want to put yourself in a position to lose everything that you've worked for like dennis has or like um is it is it hamza tarifi that's in uh who's in training think tank don't know i don't know uh, that was another that was another one there was a few there was a few of them who needed who needed a spot to stay in the state because they couldn't risk losing that that status but yeah yeah it's interesting to see like how people are going to be able to manage it this year um and one other thing is can we add another placement into the Oceana group instead well, of yeah, three? Like, but that's the, that's the, like, now we're just going back to the can of worms of like the formula. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, and they, like, if we go to the morning chalk up article, they reference like Atlas games and there was a bunch of chicanery going on because there should have been other athletes that went to granite games because of COVID statuses and potentially and such. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah. Like the argument, all, like, they're because of the weightings, they're going to go back, but it's like, Australia got screwed last year. And I don't really see how this potential formula is going to help anybody because if the formula, like if Tia competes and wins outright, which nobody knows what's going on right now, because she keeps withdrawing, um, underlying story, uh, of the CrossFit 2023 way too early season, um, that she needs to like, if she decided to compete when it doesn't help anybody because she took one of the qualifying spots. And then if it's based on previous placements and Cara competes and it's just Ellie Turner, it's like, there's not like, again, this whole formula doesn't make a lot of sense because we don't have any reference points. If they gave us like a reference for like, Hey, here's what the last year's field looked like. If we decided to apply these rules, this is what it would have looked like. That would be really helpful to people. Mm -hmm. The problem is I don't think CrossFit wants to do it because I think they would just get into like an arms race of just like bad comments. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Definitely see that. Um, so with that whole rulebook thing going on thing, um, I, so the Zellos game, I kind of want to talk about that. So um, very, very interesting. They had a rule that they, it was almost like a red flag rule in the NFL. So if you had a question or like, you know, someone did like a no rep to you, you can throw the challenge flag out to, out to like, you know, about saying like, Hey, I think this was like a rep and this was like, instead of a no rep and they can go back in the videos and like, watch, watch the whole process of, you know, did this person like hit depth or did this person like lift the weight properly? So I thought this would be a great opportunity to maybe, you know, kind of slide it over to the CrossFit games to kind of be like, you know, instead of like having like a crazy judge or I'm not knocking judges. Don't, don't get that twisted. But like, if something like didn't see a certain thing, you know, you could throw the flag and still do the workout. And then you can like, you know, either gain points or gain, gain time or lose time. Yeah. And it, I guess it's a weird thing because it's like, it's just more of the, how do you, throw the flag is it only at the end of the workout you shouldn't have to be throwing it in the middle of a workout mm -hmm. zealous games is another cool idea just to try to get more competitions and they're actually paying athletes unlike other actual that are trying <laughs> to just 
get sponsorships for next year to pay last year's prize purse. Yep. Um, which is not good. You're a nope. championship. Well, yeah. That in Canada. So Canada, oh, Canada yeah. just didn't even get a sponsorship. I feel like they just packed up and left. Um, unfortunately, but it's, it's just hard to be like, was it like, cause I had somebody like I was doing high rocks and like somebody like responded to a video. It's like, Oh, that guy's not in depth. And he was my best friend sitting next to me. It's like, if you met Travis and watched him squat, if you watch him from the front, it doesn't look good because his legs are too big, mm-hmm. but you literally go to the side and you're like, Oh no, that's as far down as it goes. Yeah. And like, and I, that's the hardest part. Yeah. And I believe in the Zells games, it was like, after you do the, after you do the workout, you, you could throw the challenge flag, not like during it. So it was yeah. just completely after. Cool idea. We need more uh, real life practice. Yeah, true. Well, here's the thing though. Like, let's just say if like one workout, like 10 or 12 people throw their challenge flag and like, that's going to take forever for them to, to watch all the videos back. And it's going to like, you know, hold everybody back you know, hold the competition out longer because obviously with the Zells game, you only have like, like, like 10 people all together. Yeah. Like, because again, it's still a growing comp. So they had 10 people live and then they did the rest of the workouts online, which I think is a really cool idea mm-hmm. just to kind of get coverage and things. It's just really like, it's just hard because it's like, and then it's like, Oh cool. So I got my one rep back and like, how, how much is a rep? Is it a second? Like, because if it's a four time workout, like it's just, there's just so many things where you're just like asking for like controversy and it's just going to yeah. show up. Just keep on practicing at the Zellos game. And then all of a sudden, like, we'll just see what happens and, you know, with a bigger audience and a bigger field. So, um, all right, cool. So the next one I kind of want to talk about, which is my all time favorite competition to watch, but I've never been there. Wadapalooza. Mm. Yes. So um, what do you guys expect for this year's uh, Wadapalooza? Um, I think it's cool that what Tier is giving out, it seems like it's giving out, they're giving out significantly more to athletes showing up and competing across all levels relative to what Noble did the past couple of years. Because it's, sh- it's shoes, full gear kit, essentially. So shirt, I don't think they're giving out shorts um but probably just like a pair of sunglasses mm-hmm. like it seems really nice like at least because like for teams it's like 1100 dollars with taxes jeez oh, yeah and it's also like you're talking about the stays so you're also traveling down there you're flying you know and for what happened last year like i talked to some of the organizers at Wadapalooza. And they're trying to scale some of it back to bring it back to like how it used to be run in terms of the flow of Wadapalooza. But they're also trying to do that to give that experience of making it more like all eyes on the athletes. Um, And I really like the way that they did that they're doing uh, team and individual separately on different days. Uh, Like the first part is team and then they do individual. Indies, Saturday, Sundays, like for like the elite, like team yeah. three, which I think is a good, like they're doing, like, it seems like they're getting, they're trying to figure this out because that's been the, <clears throat> probably the underwhelming gripe. Like I'm not going to Wadapalooza this year. Um, but it's just like, that was the issue from what I saw is just like, it's like, it's they're They were trying to just force too much. And it's like, okay, well, if we do a little bit less, can we end up making this a better experience for everybody? And I think mm-hmm. like, that's what they're going to end up having to get back to. 
Yeah, because there was way. I mean, I mean, I haven't. I've never been there. So, but like, I know they have like a lot of stuff going on for like a lot of people competing. I mean, you have the gauntlet. You have the elite man, elite yeah, women, like the elite teams. Yeah, gauntlet is for fun, right? Yeah. Because anybody, as long as you sign up for it, then you have you had elite men, elite women, elite teams all going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Then it was like how many other divisions were going like plus a, i think they had an adaptive division going like it's adaptive. great for like getting as many people going because you want everybody to have the same experience but it's like are you hurting everyone's experiences by having trying to do too much and it's like they got you have to find the middle ground because it's like again these events are for-profit businesses sorry mm-hmm. like i wish people would like not forget these at home like tfx wadapalooza crossfit with uh, Canada West games, like all these things, like low, like lowlands Dubai, like they need to be for profit businesses. Like they can't just take losses because these are people's jobs and CrossFit still in most senses, like is a small business outside of the games. So, and I think they're trying to, you got to find the, whatever that right level is where it's like, we made this much money. This is probably where we're only going to be able to make this much money, but we're still trying to make it the top tier experience that they need. Mm-hmm. And plus, they they want. I, I believe they want like more asses and pee at the seats, so they could watch everybody instead of being like, "Oh, here's the adaptive." They male don't group. have enough seats. Yeah, true. Because but, of the space, and it's yeah. like it's more of a logistics nightmare for that. It's not really they're doing the best they can with this the placement of the like of Bayfront Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean the thing is like what they want to do is have more seat, more people in the stand consistently across the entire day as opposed to hope it's time for all it's time for the team for the elite and the indie so when everyone crashes up and they get up too close and they're all on top of each other which honestly that type of experience like that atmosphere is is electric um to be honest but they're they're trying to figure out how do we how do we keep the average number of people excuse me in the stands across the entire competition because that's going to have the best that's going to be the best experience how do we keep people entertained for all of those yeah i mean i'm looking forward i i mean i'm hope i'm hoping the live stream is going to be very done very well i mean it was last year so i mean obviously with like tier as a new sponsor they may like up the game a little bit more because you know a lot of Obviously, Tier just came into the market for the cross for CrossFit shoes and everything else. So they want Rachel Martinez send me a pair of shoes. (laughs) So they want to be like you know they want to be the group after Noble and Nike. So I think they're going to be stepping up their game big time this year, and I I love to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I would say they're going more after Noble. I don't think any like Noble or Nike really have a chance of Noble or Tier is going to take out the King. No, no, but at least they could try. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you tried their shoes yet by any chance? One. Uh, the t- that are the tier ones. I have not, but I've only heard very, very, very good things about them. Yeah, I've heard positive. I've heard I just very don't have them. Similar, like Nano Nine, like types of good things. Okay. And legacy I... lifter style, like wide toe box. Oh, very nice. Comfortable, just. Again, they're CrossFit shoes. They are not mm-hmm. a running shoe. Please mm-hmm. don't forget that. Yes, I. Uh, so the pair of Nobles I I have, uh, not a big fan anymore. Not a big Which fan. One, what'd you get? The flower ones or no, the orange ones? No, I got so the ones I got are the tie like they're like 
uh, it's almost looks like you know it's a black shoe but they spilled bleach on it so it's got like this like weird like tie-dye effect on it but was Sounds it like, like the trainer make plus it. no yeah. they're just the train they're just the trainers trainer oh, okay. yeah and it's like so flat that it's like hurting my feet there's like no cushion, nothing. So like I don't even wear them to work out because it's like it, it's not worth it. So yeah. I, I I literally have like a pair of Metcons, the the red the maroon like red and orange ones I have. Like literally the front of the of the toe box is like hey, the orange. Here innovates. Yeah. I swear I think you're gonna end up liking innovates. Or I really like my Metcon eights. Just don't buy the Metcon NASCAR style shoe. Yeah. It's on sale right now, but I'm not <laughs> pushing that on anyone. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to go to the Nike outlet store. They I'm because I, I know for a fact they have Metcons where I live. Yeah, so. well, they you have know sevens. They have sevens, and those are tight tighter from what I've heard. Like because I I had a pair of sevens. I didn't really like them. I like the eights a lot. I laugh that um the Nike Metcon tribe, whatever it was, the uh, Instagram, they were they were talking about the new Metcons, and they were like, oh, they're on sale. So if you want to debadge them, here's your chance. And I was like, that is wild that the, <laughs> that they would just actually publicly say that like oh here's your debadging kit <laughs> it's just really funny because it's like what was it the black and gold sevens did so well and then it was like they oh, came out nice. the, the nascars and they're just like we're just gonna close that box and yeah like yeah i don't like the patches on it i mean it was cool it was cool with the metcons they had like the whiteboard thing on the back of it like we talked before and like the one with the velcro i yep. mean that, i thought that was pretty cool but it's even like... the what the sevens were cool and then it was just like these are just like it's always really funny because when you're just looking at sneakers of all kinds it's like mm -hmm. you're like no no no, this is the line and then you just see the one that's just like that much farther over and you're like yeah no no, no that's <laughs> cut it <laughs> cut it it's on sale <laughs> yeah it, it's it's crazy like i i no desire to buy those shoes like at all i mean the black and gold ones i definitely would have gotten if i had the chance yeah they re-released those a few times that's how popular they were yeah exactly i thought they were cool i liked them but now these these ones with the patches i'm like yeah i'm good they hit the mark with the black and golds mm -hmm. because they weren't just they they i knew there was a story behind it yeah and that was great but they also they also looked very good like standalone like if you were to release those without the backstory people were like yo those are actually kind of hot I i'm gonna get those yeah, yeah definitely definitely so um the next topic i want to kind of want to talk about um so obviously this is like the end of the year so what are your guys top crossfit moments for 2022 um Okay, so are we doing like just CrossFit as a sport in the games, or are we doing these as personal? Oh, both. We'll do both. How about that? I like I like the both. I like the Son both. Son of a bitch. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Um. Okay. Uh. So mine probably was being able to do like so besides competing in High Rocks, so that doesn't count as CrossFit, right? Like that's obstacle course racing and whatever mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> I compete in. Um. So. I would say just being able to do Wadapalooza in the games this year was cool, just to be able to go attend both. Um, but highlight for me, Chandler Smith, like really, like absolutely just fucking calling a shot when he was at the that Rogue. Yeah, that's mine. Yep, yep, I'm a bandwagon guy. It's hard. I can't not do it. Um, I was just super pumped for my guy. So I was really happy for him. 
And so I had other ones that I wanted to do, but I was not going to be the guy who takes all three of the cool things this year. Um, so I'll leave that that was to you guys. Okay, Vic, go ahead, you... you got. Oh, I was no, going to no, say no, you go. No, 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 no. Because don't last time, last time we stole all of Tom's thunder. I don't want to no, no, do that. Good. No, no, no. You guys go because I know I feel like you guys are going to have to pull at least one of these, and if you don't, then I get to say them after. That's fine. Deal. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um. CrossFit moments for me. I mean, I was, I mean, yes, going to Waterpalooza and the games was awesome. Um, but I mean, it's specific CrossFit moments um, for me was, I'm sorry, that, that the sandbag event at the CrossFit games, being there, there in there person, in the arena, thinking, holy shit, like this is got to be the most exciting um event that they created and they and they actually it got better after they did the women's because they found a way to make it faster and to make it more intense so seeing that um that entire event so not just one specific athlete just the entire event the flow of it watching people struggle hit the lift miss the lift but watching everyone put it all out there Mm -hmm. freaking awesome um other CrossFit moment for me, um, I mean, he took Chandler. I mean, having Ch- watching Chandler hit second place, I mean, that's great. Like, you, you can't, you can't top that, especially after the year that he's had, and just all the like the 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 obstacle course, like the road bumps he's had, just to get there finally, and just be like, hey, look, like y'all need to remember, like he is that dude. And people just seem to forget or they seem to write them off. Um, personal CrossFit moment for me is going to be, again, the the trail run uh, in, in Kauai, being able to do that. I mean, especially with the go ruck, uh, that was... <laughs> that was uh, I in, have made a mistake. <laughs> insanely challenging. Um but I had a wonderful group of people around me. Um, also, Jared Wayne Stevens, but he's got some legs on him because his stride is so long. Trying to keep up with him, don't. Don't. He had to stop and, and wait for us to catch up to him because he is, he is so efficient when it comes to rucking. And he's just there. I mean, everyone I was with was insanely fit. Um, but I was just like, Jared's like, oh, how long have you been here? He's like, oh, you know, maybe like five, 10 minutes, like waiting at a water station <laughs> for everyone else to catch up. And he's like, all right, you guys ready to go? And then he starts pumping his legs. It's not like he's even trying to run. He's just like, do, 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 do. And then 10 seconds later, he's 50 feet in front of me. And I'm like, how am I supposed to? Isn't he like 5'9"? And aren't you like 5'7"? I'm five. I'm five. Yo, thank you. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am like five you're, seven. You're, like, let's just be kinder. Like your statures are very different, and your levers are very different. There's a reason yes. why you squat five hundred, and he, on a great day, is looking at um, But no, he. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's, he has longer limbs, but it was just. It was. It was crazy to think like how that little bit of a difference makes on that but it was i mean he was he's a good he's a great dude a great sport but i was just like it was kind of just it was pretty i was just in awe like damn this guy just moves and it's so effortless 
<laughs> so yeah, definitely one of that experience of working out with them and then also doing the trail run with them was um, definitely memorable uh, for the year. Okay. All right. So here, here are mine. So obviously the sandbag was good. I like that. That was a highlight. Um, the clean and jerk with the log at rogue, I thought was like super cool. Cause it's like a different implement you could do. Um, the other one is, um, I thought it was cool, but I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if she liked it was with the capital when, you know, Rebecca, um, you oh. know, was, was going no, up light. And, and then, light for her. I, I know, but still it was cool. Like having the whole community behind her and like cheering her on and stuff like that. I thought that was a pretty cool picture. So, Oh yeah. Hey, that, you know, she's got t-shirts for it now so you can buy it to commemorate that moment. If you want that, um, if you're in, I just, into that. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. If you're a fan of her, yeah, go for it. Neat. Yeah. They got, it's like a, it's like a flaming Husafel bag on the th- one. Yeah. Poor, okay. poor, poor girl. <laughs> so yeah well on a, on a purse on a personal note um one of the things i was i'm really happy for um is the touch and go gang oh there you go there you go Ser- oh, seriously I, oh i know i know but like no but like we i literally just like threw it out there for all you guys being like hey would you want to do a podcast about news or just like shit that's going on in the CrossFit space. And you guys were like, hell yeah, I'm all in. And so like, you know, obviously doing the first episode was just like, you know, we're like all over the place and now we're kind of like in sync with each other, which I think is cool. Like literally we started this like, Oh yeah. Like six months, six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. June. Yeah. 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 June. And like, we've been doing one like every month and like, it's almost like every single one we do, it's like, we get better and better and better, which I, which I think is like super cool. Yeah. The summer solstice was the time we started. Yeah. 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 And, um, and it, it was like, I'm, I wasn't even expecting anything. Like, I just wanted to see like, you know, we're like, we all talk on Instagram and then it's like, oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then like, just <laughs> t- touch and go, let's go. And then like, all of a sudden we're like, Hey, we're doing a podcast together. So, um, and, and also like, there's. There, there are some am- amazing people I have like coming on the show as well as like other people that I've interviewed yep. this year, which like, I, you know, I'm so grateful to have this podcast because like I get to, inter- I get to meet all these people that I, I would never get the chance to. Yeah. You know, I would never like, if, if I never had this, like, I probably want to be talking to you guys maybe on Instagram. That's pretty much the gist yeah, of it. It's like, we'd be listing together and that's probably honestly. I mean, that's kind of what that's what CrossFit's all about. I mean, it brings together people that you, like I'm, I'm, I haven't, I don't know if I can actually say this in a, in a eloquent way, but just the amount of good people that I've encountered and that I've come into contact with and become friends with just because of CrossFit. I mean, that in itself is invaluable and I don't know of any other interest or hobby or a uh, passion that I've had in my life that's opened those types of doors to that quality of person um, in, in the, in the volume that I've see, that I see on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal. It's, it's crazy to like, think like how personable, like every, almost everybody is, you know, granted you get some people that aren't really personal, like, no, I don't want to talk or blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, everyone's like pretty much open to ask him questions, which I think is a cool thing. Cause you don't get that in other sports. 
Yeah, like, it's very hard, I feel like, to just connect with, like, it's also, like, none of us, like, most people can't do the same, like, same workouts as an NFL player. Mm -hmm. You can, ideally, in a perfect environment, do a similar workout as a games athlete. Um, probably not the way it's, like, just open workouts, but that's probably one of the nicest part about, like, creating the fitness community together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so the next thing is, is um, so I think it's, uh, obviously, Thanksgiving's over. Um, so kind of what are you guys grateful for for this year this yeah why not this oh, is like the end of the it. this you're is the end it. of the year podcast baby let's you're go okay <laughs> uh so you already took touch and go gang took chandler smith um victor can go first if he wants all right Vic, go, go ahead, go ahead. oh man what am oh. i grateful for it could be non it could be non-crossfit related too i mean this entire year i mean i think i'm just I'm just grateful for the experiences I've had this year. Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a hectic year. Uh, there's been a lot of stress for sure. Um, but I'm still grateful for the interactions and just for the ability to actually still, you know, get into the gym and get my sessions done and not let things go to the wayside. Cause I know in the past myself, I've allowed myself to, let external variables kind of just take over my life. And in terms of the way, like it'll, it'll express itself and, Oh, I'm just going to go out and drink and go out to eat all the time instead. And lo and behold, you know, a year or two later, I'd balloon to like way overweight. So knowing that I now have the tools necessary to be able to, be aware enough to say, Hey, I need to keep this routine, keep this consistency going and being able to do that amidst everything else. I think, uh, I'm truly grateful for. So. All right. So, yeah. So piggybacking off that, it's more of just kind of the friends and the relationships I've made through fitness. Um, because they're really like you guys, Hannah, um, everybody through Misfit, like anybody else, like Dex and numerous people I'm probably just not going to mention because the list is too long. Just everyone and the family I've made is always through fitness is probably one of the coolest things out there um, with everyone. And so that's usually that is would always be like my go to. Um, and so that's really what I'm grateful for for the year. And then just being able to just kind of come up here every ish month is pretty much our cadence at this point. Summer solstice, winter solstice and back. Um, that's how calendars work, I believe, in the Gregorian sense. <laughs> Uh, and so like, really, it's just kind of being able to do that. And so that's really what I'm grateful for. And then what's everybody asking for Christmas? Oh, wait, before you do that, whoa, I have whoa, one what, more what thing. No, 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 I had one more thing. Five. I want to say that I'm grateful, uh, for the people in the shoe community that showed me the way, uh, and also the pain of sneakers of the sneakers app. <laughs> But, you know, I'm actually grateful that I actually uh, take the chance and, uh, yeah, got a few new pairs of shoes. Nothing special, but, you know, decent. <laughs> I can't hold a candle to a lot of y'all. I'm not no. going to lie. <laughs> it's an awful and I'm not going to. And I'm habit. not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so for me, for quick, quick, what I'm grateful for, uh, I'm grateful I got to a chance uh, to move into a new house. Um which is unreal. Like I still pinch myself every day. I wake up and look at, look out the window and see, 
see water, which is insane to think about that. And uh, I'm thankful for, you know, you know, a healthy family, you know, my wife, healthy, you know, healthy kids, uh, they're growing and all that stuff. It's just, it's crazy. So that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm grateful for. Great answer. Yeah. So, all right. What do you want for Christmas? Well, I don't need workout gear because Sharpen the Axe already sent me everything. Um, I asked for a jacket like John Dutton's from Yellowstone. That's what I asked for my parents in Santa Claus. Nice. Nice. And the elf on the shelf because I don't know who we asked for gifts for at the spry age of 30. (laughs) Electronics, right? Nah. I already bought those. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what do you guys want? Vic? I honestly... um... I'm not a I'm not a huge Christmas person. Um so little cue in here, uh for me the way that we kind of grew up, we didn't grow up um always having the best Christmases, um, you know, uh financially. So usually what when it comes around to the holidays for me, I just really like being around people, uh being around family and friends and just being able to spend time with them because for me, like gifts and stuff like that, like I you know. Man, it it's more about being able to spend time with people as opposed to, you know, oh how fancy like how, I'm not gonna like Steve Carell it or like, you know, get everyone do a Yankee swap and buy an iPod. <laughs> get an iPod video, do it, do it. And see um, no, man, I just I you know for me it's it's not more it's it's less about the gifts and more about the experience with people. So that's always been my thing. All right, all right. Um, the main thing that I want, actually, there's two things. Well, actually, I mean, I mean, I, w- I go to Waterpalooza as one, but you know, but obviously like, I, I don't think it's going to happen but anyway. Um, so since my son broke my computer monitor, I would like a, a new one. Um, tell him he has to podcast for it. Damn. You yes. put him on blast like that. You just go yes. tell hey, my son broke it. <laughs> well, wait, no, here, here's the thing. So, so originally like this desk and all my podcast stuff was up in the, up on the second floor in the toy area where my kids would play. And so, yeah, not, not, I, not, not really good. There's a little bit of user error in here. Well, I had no other place to go. Cause I wouldn't, I didn't think of going to the basement. So like literally like this is just a, this is conquer, a concrete yeah, wall. But it looks cool with the blue lights. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't really think two and two together. So, uh, but anyway, so so it's very Blumhouse. Yeah, so he uh, he was using my it chair. That's the mood. Yeah, I know. Try I tried to. It's a diabetes color, so you know. Um, <laughs> the color blue. You yes. Just, like like you completely just took it from the sky from yeah. oceans. It's exclusive. Okay. No, no, no. Right. Like if you look at so if you look at the circle for the for the type yeah. one lifting, so that blue circle that's the color and the symbol for diabetes. But anyway, yes. so. So my son was spinning around in a circle on this but chair. One group appropriates an entire color. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> we need our we need our own flag too. By the way. Uh, any, anyway, um, so he was spinning around and actually hit the desk and knocked the computer screen monitor over and like cracked it and didn't tell anybody till I turned it on to go to work and I'm like, what what happened? And I'm like, and he's already in school. So I don't wait till he gets out of school. I'm like, Bennett, what did you do with this? And he's like, Oh, it, it fell. And I picked it back up, but it's okay. Wait, it was a work computer. Yes. Screen? Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 I, oh, no. I, I paid for it. I paid for it. Oh, damn. I, I was going to say, so, you don't, you don't have a work from home expense no, that you could to, just like, no, you're supposed to use a, uh, use you the Christmas bonus and don't pay it to the employees. Just keep it for yourself and buy yourself yeah. a new monitor. True. Yeah. And, um, I would like a new office chair for down here. 
What are you in right mm. now? I, so my neighbor was moving, so he threw all of his stuff in like a, a like a little like a garbage like you know can. Take this for free. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, hey, can I can I take this? And he's like, yeah, go for it. So this is a free, free computer chair. So I feel like that's hard for you. You know, the big and tall computer chairs are, uh, uh, you know, being that you're like six eight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard, but I mean, I I I mean, I just need something like more better back support, and something that's like not like literally like already has like ass indents on this thing. So, but whatever, in in due time, due time. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so um, last question for the group. Uh, I know we didn't talk about Dubai, but it's. I mean, we no didn't even talk about Zealous really. I mean, we talked about Zealous a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Well, but... there's let's go, let's uh let's go luca that's all that matters that's the only yeah seriously yeah 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 um so what are your guys plans for next year could be crossfit wise or personal wise uh i am training for fun i am not training to compete i am the opposite i am training to compete <laughs> and uh we'll see how far i go you know that's uh that's kind of the goal. I mean, I have some holes I have to fill in, and that's essentially what makes training a little bit tougher uh, during the off season for me. Um, just trying to shore up those things and not um, focus on my strengths, which is literally my strength. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's 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 been the goal that we've been working toward. Um, you know, I just. I just have to put, you know, one day at a time and just kind of keep little building blocks and see how far, see how, much, see how high I can stack those wins. And then when the season comes, we'll see what happens. All right. Anything personal wise for you guys? No, no, no. make no. more money. What's uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean Xander, you travel way too much anyway. So you, yeah, if you exactly. say travel, if you say traveling, it's gonna be like okay, more. Yeah, like, like I'm don't... like it's like that's my problem. My baseline is like everybody else's dream. <laughs> Bro, you you know what you really should do is just oh actually no, you have to have an actual residence. I was gonna say just get an RV dog. <laughs> Those are such a money pit. I would never do it. <laughs> no, just get like a van and just like soup it up to like a bed and all that stuff. Yeah, you could be a fit Chris Farley. Just live in a van down by the river. <laughs> I got to find the river. I got to find the right river. <laughs> but uh, so, so my plans for next year. Um, so obviously I want the podcast to grow. Um, fitness wise, I just want to, I just want to look good on the beach. Yep. That's, that's it. Fair. That's yep. it. Fair. You know, you know, maybe do a weightlifting competition or do a CrossFit competition other than the open, but see what happens. And also I would like to finally get, um, so I started a YouTube channel. So I've been just posting shorts on it, like almost like TikTok. But I, I would like to get like a full length video on it for like training purposes and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens. So I kind of want that to grow a little bit. And hopefully, you know, I can get a sponsorship and, you know, do this full time. We would love that. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see we what happens. But uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Touch and Go Gang uh, show for on type one lifting. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome. Oh, man. Always. Are you still recording? Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to edit it out anyway. Uh, so okay. you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I want I want to get the recording off so that I can say something real quick because <laughs> we got.